everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpinito, your features editor. And Rotten Editor-in-Chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Andrew Stretch, Teenage Mutant Ninja Editor. Okay. I, you know, I love that we don't have video live yet. Spoiler, it is coming. But Stretch, I can literally see the gears turn in your brain as you're trying to figure I, out what I did you not are want to week. trip out the gate with that. No. <laughs> he's also wearing a pizza t-shirt. Yeah, and he's he's coming to us live from a sewer too, which is kind of wild. I didn't know no, that you got good Wi-Fi. Florida. That's oh. just Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. This this week we have a lot of news to get through. We're also going to talk about the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, uh, Shredder's Revenge, which is out now. I'll say it for you, Stretch, on Game Pass, but also a few other things. Um, we're also going to talk. You're welcome. We're also going to talk about Neon White later. But first, let's get into some big announcements. Square Enix held a little uh, like twenty-ish minute uh, conference about Final Fantasy VII. Uh, which is actually like three or four games now. Um, we've officially found out that the remake is a trilogy with the second game being called Rebirth. And we're also going to see Crisis Core remastered or remade completely, right? Like it looks similar to the 7 remake in a way. And that's called Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 Reunion. This is fantastic. I love, yeah. I'm loving all the people out there that aren't Kingdom Hearts people that are like, what is going on? And it's like, this is fucking Nomura, dude. All this Everything makes Everything has become sense. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, remake. That's just a play on the word remake. It's not actually remake. It's like, oh, fucking, of course it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. This is a like, sequel. I'm kind of surprised they didn't name Crisis Core. Like, it was in Crisis Core Final Fantasy 6.9 or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's right so before good. 7. You know? yeah, I wish. <laughs> It's, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be so weird to to have you know that game finally off the the island in the storm it's been on on the PSP for so many years. Um, there was a little bit of surprise that it was it wasn't one of the games attached to the new PS Plus. Um, but you know, if they're planning on dropping it this winter on absolutely everything yeah. that you can buy a video game on, then. Uh, that makes a little bit more sense <laughs> yeah yeah i've actually never played the original crisis core i know the story because i've i've looked it up online because you kind of you kind of need to know zach's whole thing mm-hmm. to, to get the full you know final fantasy 7 yeah, story to pretend like you understand what the fuck is going on sorry who's zach exactly. i'm cloud yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um so I, I am very excited to play it, but I am also very curious because um, we all know Seven Remake wasn't a one-to-one retelling of the original story. I wonder how much Crisis Core Reunion is going to be a not one-to-one retelling of the original story. I'm guessing they'll take liberties again in terms of how they want to tell the story and, and how they want to change things, which I'm cool with because, you know, Remake is solid. I picked it up right after it dropped on steam the other day and i've started replaying through it again and uh Mm. just that opening intro gets me every time yeah yeah it's super hype yeah oh yeah i'm i'm a little bit like you i'm i'm lucky enough to have a playstation 5 and a series x so i can play games wherever for 
for the Xbox and Switch fans that will be getting Crisis Core, I wonder how it's going to come across. Um, you know, they don't have access to 7 Remake. They likely won't have access to 7 Rebirth. So, you know, it's really cool to have Crisis Core being on, like, a new platform for them. But it's like, you've, you've now openly admitted that, like, congratulations, Nintendo Switch and Xbox. You guys are going to get a quarter of the games that are part of this new remaster quadrology bundle, whatever. Um, yeah. It, it does kind of feel like, uh, what's the point of buying it on a switch or Xbox, you know? Yeah. Like, I, Cause I saw that rebirth, right. That's PS five exclusive, right? That's the only logo that showed up, mm-hmm. not even yeah. PS four. Um, so, I mean, of course I'm going to be buying it on there, but I'm, I guess I don't know if lucky is the right word, but I have my seven remake save on PS4 slash five, right? So I can carry that over. And that probably means likely I'll be getting Final Fantasy seven. What do we joke? Resurrection? Uh, uh Resurrection, Revolver, <laughs> right? Like whatever the third one's called, I'll probably whatever get the, that on the PS5. The or, yeah. Or six, depending on how long this dev cycle is right because it just it just makes sense to kind of keep it in that family if especially if they're going to let you carry over your saves right yeah 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 like there's going to be some kind of i'm sure even for for crisis core it'll be like oh we've detected a a save for final fantasy 7 you can start off with some bonus materia or something mm-hmm. um that then i bet you know what's going to be had is that we'll have the you know we've got the crisis core is coming to all platforms We'll have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is only coming to PS5. And then uh, Crisis Core is going to come out and we're going to see a wave of news articles saying, wow, how weird is this? Crisis Core only sold an eighth of its units on Switch. I guess no one wants to play (laughs) Final Fantasy VII on Switch. That's wild. And it's just, it's going to, it's going to create a weird situation with like, why would you bother? Um, do you guys yeah. not have PS5s? <laughs> and then uh, I've got my mobile phone. Yeah. And Square Enix will sell off some other developer and blame it on that. Right. <laughs> Which speaking speaking of phones though, I mean, just thought I'd throw this out there because in this event they also announced a few updates for oh, mobile yeah. games. Anyone give a shit about those or we kinda uh, we kinda moving on? Battle Royale. I mean, I played the Battle Royale uh when did. it first came out. Yeah, of course yeah. I did. I have a problem. Yeah. Um I don't- give a crap about the battle royale but the the ever crisis forever crisis ever oh, crisis yeah. Yeah. like that with the gb cool yeah it's that like the same thing good. that they did with final fantasy 15 pocket, pocket edition, edition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah but they're well, meant that to, one be seems like, to be like a pretty faithful like it's it's intended to be here's mm-hmm. the original final fantasy 7 experience redone not a I, what they're doing with remake right i believe the elevator pitch that we have for it is that it's meant to be like a episodic kind of shortening but encompasses all of final fantasy 7 including mm. crisis core 7 uh dirge of cerberus i wonder whether they'll like throw together something for any like movie content uh, <laughs> advent children yeah i mean hey this big part big of the universe, fight man. with bahamut yeah. at the end right right Oh, and I hope they cover uh, Cloud Stint in the Olympus Coliseum, too. Yes, I feel like absolutely <laughs> important. Um, <laughs> one thing I do want to ask the, the team here. Um, so we, in that event, 
the Ever Crisis trailer, the, the Chibi mobile game trailer, kind of spoiled a lot of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, so I mean, much. <laughs> I, like, it's a 25-year-old oh, wow. game, right? So, like, the moratorium on spoilers is kind of over. But I'm wondering if Square Enix is okay with spoiling that game at the same time they're announcing and confirming the second part of a remake trilogy of the game. Do we think this rebirth is just going to be completely off the rails? Like, even if you know the exact story, you don't know the story of this. You know what I mean? I think that's heavily implied in the trailer. Like, well, I yeah. well, and I know that they're going to, they, they know people are keying in on this of like Aerith's talking about how, uh, talking about how she was like seeing her death, but not dying. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, not to spoil anything, but this is, might be the most well-known thing about Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, she fucking dies in the one wait, of the most wait, ins- what? Oh, insane cutscenes ever <laughs> in any game. Just Sephiroth yeah. coming out of the fucking nowhere and stabbing her with like a twelve-foot-long sword. Right, like, a sword taller than nothing. Him. Um, and so she seems to imply that that event doesn't happen, or at least she saw it happen in another. Everybody's getting into these fucking metaverse timeline bullshit. So maybe it's like another timeline. She died. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean. We're already completely different in a couple areas from the original no, story. No, there's tons of big change. yeah, so, tons of changes. Yeah, tons of changes. But, they, I mean, I, to me, they've been positive changes, too. Like, it, it wasn't like, oh, they changed this, and this just ruins everything. But we also, in them changing it, we got to see some areas a lot more in-depth than we did before. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's been a positive change, and uh, I'm just ready for uh, part two to take us to the Golden Saucer. Yep. <laughs> I'm curious if they're ever going to handle the open world part of it or just not nah, make it totally a singular narrative thing. Just give yeah. us a, a Final Fantasy 2.5 where it's just 60 hours of the Golden Saucer. <laughs> Done. Chocobo, just races. Chocobo races. Yeah, yeah we're good. Well, they call um, it Final Fantasy 7 Rejoice. Well, no, that'll be when, yeah. that, when, when that game comes out, there'll be a mobile game where you can gamble and they'll call it Golden Saucer or something and then you can pay money into it and microtransactions. They- this is going to be a, a weird throwback, and it will not only show off my obscure knowledge, but also oh, my I know what you're about to Xbox say. fandom. Fable? Fable 3? Okay. They had a mini game in Fable 3 that you could generate money with, yeah. but there was also a Windows Phone app of mm-hmm. that mini game that you could like build up and like get all of you know, get a shit ton of gold in the mobile game and then you could transfer it all to the real game. Yeah, and they had yeah. the that full standalone game before Fable 3 launched that you could just be playing games mm-hmm. like the the bar mini games ahead of time. Peter Molyneux uh, was ahead I of time, about man. That. Wow yeah. did something similar with an app. They had some app where you could do stuff for a while, the Garrison stuff. Mm. And the Garrison stuff, that was Warlords of Draenor. They had yeah. the Auction House app for a while. Yeah. Um, couple other things. That that would so be kind of neat if they put stuff like Chocobo Racing or you know some of the other in-game mini games in like shortened forms on mobile devices to let you like play while you can't that, like that be would need Square Enix to hooked think up outside to your the system. Box. Get out of town. I mean, they're, think they're outside thinking... the square. Oh, <laughs> boo! I, I think they've done that before, though. I mean, kind of. They've done the thing where like Final Fantasy fourteen. There's like the companion mobile app. It's not like you can actually play the game with the mobile app right but there's a lot of like connecting between the two so you can kind of like check in on the game while you're away from your computer so yeah they're they're also strangers to that they're also selling us a mobile and console port of 
a retelling of the same PSP game in like the same window of time. So mm-hmm. they're definitely trying weird things. You will yeah, you man. will play Final Fantasy VII whether you like it or not <laughs> for the rest of your life. It is uh, it is wild to me still that that this is game seven of a mainline series of a series that's now going on to game 16 of the mainline titles. And now we're just getting a universe made out of seven, which came out like 25 years ago. That's that's so weird. Can can I amend that? That this is actually game two of four games of game seven of a franchise with 16. Yeah. It's like there's a lot going on. Do we think that Square Enix is going to pay any manner of attention, aside from in the mobile game, any amount of attention whatsoever to Dirge of Cerberus? What's I that? hope so. I mean, they've already I, with the integrate stuff they did. They they've admit, admit, yeah they they've but really like, mentioned are, it. Are we gonna get like a a remake a port? Like wow, like not like Crisis Core no. I wonder if it'll just be integrated somehow or addressed in the second or third part of the remake. Yeah, just like have him, like, you know, Vincent walks away and turns back to the camera, winks and says, I'll see you in the next game. Um, <laughs> then like a short advertisement you. plays and then it goes into the cloud. Yeah, right. <laughs> or they walk by a TV and they see trailers for Verum Rex and a Dirge of Cerberus game. <laughs> like, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment is there just as Haley Joel Osment. Like, hey guys, yeah. it's me. Well, now we're gonna. Yeah. It's like Dirge of Service. We're gonna get spinoffs of every for every character is gonna get their own game. Oh, actually, what if they do a rebirth intergrade and that like you know we got the Yuffie episode. What if they there do like go. a Vincent episode and the Vincent episode okay. is basically Dirge of Service. Uh, that's actually probably gonna be it. Some condensed form yeah. of it. I guess I'm it'll cool be. With that. Yeah. That makes sense um, as the other optional party a, member. A Barrett first-person shooter, a Tifa fighting game, mm-hmm. a Cloud hack and slash, a Kate Sith match three game. That would seem to fit. <laughs> yeah, or some kind of bejeweled game. A, a Zack yeah. squatting game. Red thirteen uh-huh. is some Nintendo's game. Yeah, you just an airship him. racing game with Sid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. See, we hey Square, call us up. We got ideas. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got, got the plans. We got you. Mm-hmm. We have the next I, thirty years of Final Fantasy seven games planned out for <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. And then we're ready yeah. for eight and nine. Yeah, we I, could skip I cannot eight. wait for. We, maybe. What? Well, so so <laughs> it's it's this winter, right? For um for Zach. This story. winter is yeah. Crisis Core and, Reunion. Yeah. Next winter Zach. is Seven Rebirth. And then we've got 16 in between those. Yeah, 16 summer 2023, allegedly, right? Which is just bonkers. Final (laughs) Fantasy fans are eating well. Yeah. 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 I'm here for it. Especially if you start including like other Square games, like Kingdom Hearts stuff that's in the works too. Right. The amount of announcements we've had over the last like three months just. Yeah, I remember just like two, three weeks ago, we were all looking at winter and we're like, man, it's pretty dire this holiday season, huh? <laughs> no, I want to die. Yeah, what, what two weeks yeah. of not E3 can do, huh? What do you mean? There's still like nothing. <laughs> okay, nothing. sure. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> My I, spreadsheets need to have a word with you. I'm not saying that as a joke either. There's there's not much. If you're if you're if you are a AAA gamer like a lot of most people are, like they just want to play the biggest stuff. There's not much to look forward to in the winter. Um, there's Pokemon. That's that's where um, they need to, you know, start start looking around. Like to be I'm fair, not, yes, I, I agree with you. But I'm just saying a I lot know. of people. Other than like, and to be fair, to I feel like just Pokemon, quote unquote, is enough for a pretty sizable chunk of uh, those. For a lot of people, but yeah, but like we're not yeah. having a, an annual Call of Duty at the same time, and some other big. Yeah, AAA but I mean, we're getting like we're getting like Midnight Suns, Gotham Knights, Pokemon, Callisto Protocol, Forspoken, um, Forspoken. If you count September, Lord of the Rings, Gollum, Dark Tide, um, Evil West. This episode, Zach episode thing. zach yep so i mean even even if it's not full triple a there's there's a ton of double a indie stuff that's coming out that I, I think i'm, it's, I'm it's not gonna be saying monstrous. i am one of those people i'm just saying there are a lot of people that are that mm. i think it sounds that... like exactly like you're one of those people wow shame to you shame to yeah. you andrew the God, what play kind more of than just triple a what kind of games do i usually talk about on here <laughs> <laughs> Touché. It's mostly Touché. Warcraft yeah. Three. That's I could talk about that. Let's not though. Yeah. I haven't, <laughs> found, the dick, part of I haven't found the dick pic yet. <laughs> okay. Um, you will know the day. I, this podcast will not move forward until I address it. <laughs> For sure. Uh, we will uh, not do that screen share on video though. No. You will be banned that week. That'll that'll be the week before the podcast gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's better so, for that so, than then. Th- well, never mind. <laughs> the, uh, something I do want to ask the team too. Uh, so, I was thinking of this before they even announced um, or confirmed like what Rebirth is going to be. So, when you think of like power scaling in a game, I feel like remake, like that single part of it. You know, by the time you get to the end of the game, you feel pretty strong, right? Not like knights of the round strong but pretty mm-hmm. strong right is there a, any worry about how they're going to continue to power scale when they're jumping from one game to the next and then possibly to the third i, mean, I guess it's uh, a question gonna... of how things transfer over like do you start yeah. over again to where I, you're like I here's your almost, baseline yeah, materia you gotta start um, over again yeah, yeah. It, i feel like that's the only way they can address it Although, Especially I mean, since you could max to ninety nine in the part one, I think, right? The like original, like About I mentioned 50. before, like it's the Sephiroth fight, he literally destroys like a fucking solar system with a spell to yeah. throw at you. So like maybe they're just be like, you know what? We'll let it go fucking wild at the end. <laughs> Universes. I would be My sure. guess yeah, would be cool with me because what you get to level fifty by the end of the main game, I believe, is I the so. is the soft cap there, hard cap there. My guess would be that, like, we're going to start game two and, you know, all of your characters will be level 45. Um, and you'll have, like, depending on a, on your save file, you might have, like, you know, the really good pack of materia that you get, the okay pack of materia that you get, the basic, or just, like, starting nothing if you don't have a previous save file. I don't mm. think that we're going to see much importing. Like, I spend a whole lot of time, like... 100% maxing out pretty much every single materia I own. I have no no disillusion that I'm not going to be carrying any of that progress over. Mm. If they do it, cool. If not, whatever. 
do you think they're going to do the the Horizon Forbidden West thing or, oh, no, on the way out of Midgar, we lost all of our shit. It just fell off a mountain or something. I guess we have to start from the beginning. They explained it a little more than that. They could definitely do that. I think it's. I don't even think they're because they had to like rush out of the city right after the the Shinra building. Like, there's no time to like go back to the base. Well, maybe they'll say that big thing with Sephiroth fucked everything up. Yeah, like it destroyed some of their weapons or something. But they might also just not address it and be like, "Yeah, we're moving. The story's moving on, but gameplay, combat wise, Mm -hmm. whatever." Yeah. Yeah, I think the future looks very bright for Final Fantasy. Um, and that event happened at the same time Capcom did the second of their two streams last week. Uh, that was all about Dragon's, Do- Dragon's Dogma's 10th anniversary, where they also announced Dragon's Dogma 2. At the very end, after spending a long time just talking about developing the original game. Mm-hmm. Like a long yeah, time. And- and all we got was like a logo. So I don't know about you guys, but I am getting some Bayonetta 3 vibes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Does it's it coming. exist? Yeah, or Metroid Prime 4, maybe. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to wait until we see the lead developers pleading with people on Twitter to play Dragon's Dogma 1 so that the story <laughs> is 100% better for Dragon Dogma 2. Mm-hmm. Well also played dragon's dogma one Just I mean, it, it is a good it is like i so here's the thing i do feel like dragon's dogma two if it delivers it'll deliver very well because dogma one felt like a nice proof of concept absolutely that that kind of meandered and fell a little bit flat but if they take the core of dragon's dogma one and then like spice it up beef it up and whatever punch it up for two I'm very excited for whatever that's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a unique game that's surprising it's uh, that they weren't doing more stuff with it sooner. Um, mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder if they'd made it just a few years after that, if it would have exploded a little more, because it was it's Souls-likey enough to where those people that like those games would probably enjoy that. Like, it's not one-to-one at all. It's not... To call it a complete Souls-like is not accurate, but it's definitely closer to that vein than your normal, like, hack and slash kind of game. It's definitely closer right. to Dark Souls. And it, it, I think it came out the year after Dark Souls. Maybe two. It was really close. Um, so it make, makes you wonder now that there's just such a craze for so many people for those kind of games, if it would have been a more popular thing. Mm. At the time, I don't know. I I don't know why they didn't pursue more because it is it does a bunch of unique stuff. There are uh, six thousand people playing it right now, and up until that point, the average had still been like fifteen hundred. So, still pretty good for I mean, it. It's that's really game. good. Yeah, yeah, I'm almost ten years old. Yeah, <laughs> it like, outdoes some like a lot of new releases. Like that's that's pretty impressive. Like Babylon's Fall, <laughs> like Babylon's yeah. Fall. Babylon's fall. Like well, ten years from now, Netflix we'll show. get Babylon's Fall too. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, there was the Netflix show. Yeah. Dragon Dogma. So they've it's been think thought about. Really mm-hmm. wonder how long they've been working on Dragon Dogma two then. Or was yeah. that was the show some weird like if that seems to do okay that market research popular. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Well, I could see that. I. I think what I'm most excited for is, I mean, this is this is Hideaki Itsuno, right? This is the guy who Devil May Cry 5 is back, baby, in 2018. Um, 
But that that was him. He was behind that, right? Like, I mean, he was mm-hmm. the longtime director for that series since I think two or three. Um, but you know, he spearheaded how five was like a return to form and was so good, like truly one of the funnest action games you can play right now. So if he's also spearheading this with Dragon's Dogma two, I'm excited. I'm here for it. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how they modernize it and still kind of keep what what made it special um mm-hmm. and that that's always the tricky part right i think final fantasy 7 remakes a good example of that they completely changed the battle system but still kept a lot of what everyone loved about it yeah. right. my guess would be is that they're gonna lean more into the dark souls like combat because it is proven to be very popular, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they've also, like, uh, there's so much cool stuff that does it. Like, you're grabbing on to big old monsters and stabbing them. Very Shadow of the colossus right. stuff's going on. with. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that will still remain in there. And I it would be really dumb if they got rid of it, because that was a very unique thing that games still don't really do very often. Um, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, and I'm, I'm wondering, too, if from a Capcom perspective, they're seeing this as, like, a future tentpole for them, right? Potentially. I mean, because they had that uh, the other Capcom Direct earlier in the week where they had, uh, I think, it was mostly Resident Evil, right? Like, there wasn't mm-hmm. really any... Uh, no, there was Exoprimal, the Dino yeah. Crisis, but not and, Dino uh, Crisis. Monster Hunter. Yeah, the Sunbreak. Um, yep. Yeah. So that was their like, here's all the updates from Capcom. And they, they shouted out like, we're going to have a Dragon's Dogma 10th anniversary event. Please tune in on yeah. Thursday or whatever it was. So clearly from a PR perspective, they thought, okay, Dragon's Dogma 2 is such a big deal that we don't want to play that 15 second clip of the logo <laughs> during our Resident Evil slash Sunbreak stream. It's important enough to get its own standalone stream. You know, which which would have worked towards marketing hype. Like, I think that yeah. it had a huge impact to everyone who was looking forward. It's unfortunate to Final Fantasy more... decided to do the same time, but <laughs> the same time, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I just had them up side by side. The I, well, if you look at how Capcom has kind of worked recently, like when I so we did recently, uh, not that well, not recently, a while ago after 2019 ended, we did the uh, best games of the decade, the top 100. No other company showed up more often than Capcom, and that surprised me. Yeah, so Capcom yeah. has been like they've really nailed what they've been doing lately. All the Resident Evil remake stuff that they've mm-hmm. been doing, uh, the Monster Hunters, like the biggest it's yeah. ever been by far. Yep, like oh, they've yeah. been, they see they have whoever whoever's making these big time decisions is seems very plugged in with making the right ones. Right. So the idea that you know this could be their big fantasy franchise, absolutely, it could be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like you said, yeah. if they have him in charge, making it, it's Suno. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like Capcom rarely misses. Like the last big miss I can think of is Street Fighter Five, and even then, yeah. since launch, it has become an actual good Street Fighter game. So they know what they're doing for the most part, which is why with all of this fluff up, I want to say please bring back Mega Man X. I will yes. buy Mega Man X Nine. Yeah. Just Mega Man Legends Three. Battle Network. Not work. Mm, sure. Yeah, Battle Network. Yeah. <laughs> like pretty, just... pretty much anything Mega Man that isn't OG. Yeah, Mega they Man, seem please. to be like yeah, for some reason not touching Mega Man much. They they just double down on OG Mega Man. Yep. That you know, not to not to knock the OG Mega Man, but in terms of like 
ease of uh, ease of access, like lowered barrier to entry. That's got to be the worst. <laughs> I also yeah. wonder. Yeah. I wonder how much of the the lack of Mega Man comes from Inafune leaving. Well, he's off doing Mighty Number no. Nine too. Well, and he was. I mean, he was really. Uh, wasn't he more of a character guy, not necessarily the like d- developer guy? I mean, he's I he's an artist. He's he was one of the three designers of a lot of them, I believe. Mm. I'd have to go like yeah. one by one, but I know he had a lot of involvement. Right. Yeah, but I don't know. Capcom's on a roll. I feel like you can't like you can pick up any Capcom game on the shelf right now and pretty much you'll probably have fun with it as long as, long as you like vibe. Yeah, if it's with that the... genre you like, it's they've kind of yeah. like mm-hmm. they've they've. I think they have absolutely revitalized horror. Resident Evil Seven coming out just opened the door, exploded since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's kind of funny, yeah, they've like they've definitely like reinvented and like repushed for horror Resident Evil, and now we're about to get like you know four or five months of good horror, good looking horror titles coming up at the end of this year. But then it's interesting, you know, with such a boom to the, like the the Souls like uh, gameplay style uh, titles that we've been seeing so many more of those as well with like Mortal Coil, Mortal Shell. Um, even breaching into like the 2D Souls like, like Sultan Sanctuary. I think the latest one didn't review quite as well, but mm. um, they're not only like setting trends, but they're also recognizing trends and following them in a timely manner. It's not like, you know, the other companies that you see that like are only just getting into NFTs and stuff. And it's like, well, it, like it was already a flash in a pan, but the fact that it's taken you six to 10 months longer to to see that flash in the pan and attempt to capitalize it, it it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, Capcom, I think, is one of the best-run companies going right now. Yeah, for sure. Absolute, like, fingers on and the I, pulse And what's crazy about that is that so gaming. many people I don't think realize it. They're like, oh, yeah, that's a Capcom game. Like, some people don't think associate a lot of stuff with them still. Where it's like, yeah, they mm-hmm. own, like, Street Fighter Five was still is one of the biggest fighting games in the world until Six comes out. And, like, yep. they're, they're, they almost are, like, the top tier of anything they step their foot in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ace Attorney, big one. Yeah. Oh yeah, huge. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. If if they don't let that one die, <laughs> I hope not. It's also kind of for for Ace Attorney and for Monster Hunter World. Those in the West, at least, have just been gaining popularity oh, like yeah. crazy as well. So it's like not only are they sticking to their guns of what was working. But what was working is now working even better <laughs> oh, yeah. with minimal formula change. Hey, I would love to sure. see them bring back Okami in some way. Let's do that. Okami Ooh. too. Hey, Okami VR there. would be tight. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, the Sonic Frontiers is coming out soon. So you'll get your Okami fix kind of from that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be similar enough, I think. Yeah, to did do the you whole... see the fucking yeah. gall of their, like, director or whatever? He's like, you know, they just, they don't. They haven't seen enough of the gameplay to make a judgment yet. It's like, dude. Yeah, they don't understand. If you have to say that, you're fucked. Like, <laughs> also more more stuff has been coming out, like showing off frontiers from Keeley Three and stuff, with like the HUD in place, and it's looking like it's working much smoother. There's still kind of the weird, uncanny valley Roger Rabbit esqueness of seeing a rotund blue hedgehog rolling around. Uh, uh, at the like, speed of sound picturesque field 
and then a giant robot shows up out of nowhere. Like there's still clashing art styles going on, but it's not looking as bad as it was in the the IGN month of discovery, which I guess is still happening, right? Like we're still probably going to see some more things from a very old demo build of it. Like I don't maybe what. <laughs> And which, and I, I thank you for the reminder, Stretch. That's another big tentpole release for the holidays this year. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Sonic Frontiers. And I feel bad for. Gotta buy fast. Feel bad for the kids that are gonna get that. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, our last bit of news. It's very, a very Japan-centric news hour this week. Yeah. I just realized, but uh, we we got some rumors about a new Fire Emblem game, which makes sense. We're kind of due for one because uh, Three Houses was in 2019, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, like and I guess this Friday we're getting that Warriors Muso spinoff of Three Houses, Three Hopes. Um, but this rumor looks like it's about a more you know classic strategy Fire Emblem game where the protagonist has very long blue and red hair that I have seen people uh, affectionately refer to them as Pepsi Clash. Uh, which <laughs> I'm here for that. It it reminds me of the protagonist from Shin Megami Tensei 2. No, sorry, 5. 5. Um, yeah. yeah, with like the, this, the Naho Bino. Like uh, Naho, yeah. I, I don't remember. I reviewed that. I don't remember what they called the the, the protagonist. Yeah. But the very like beautiful long wavy hair. Um it's an interesting look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it is Just very like, interesting. You know, couldn't decide which starter Pokemon to pick, so they picked both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there are only two in Pokemon. Well no one picks yeah. Bulbasaur anyway, so you know, it was only yeah, realistically true. down to two. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I would apologize to all of our Bulbasaur fans out there, but I know there are very few. Um, so <laughs> you guys are so fucking wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Which Bulbasaur I'm, I'm still better than what's, your, what's your starter? Squirtle, of course. <laughs> Squirtle, yeah, sure. So it kind of proves but all. But all three of the Gen One starters uh, knock all the other ones out of the park. They can all fuck off. Sure. Well, was was that your first Pokemon game? What's that? Was that your first Pokemon game? Because if it is, that's probably why. I yeah, still yeah. think Gen 2 is better than it. but <laughs> Gen 2 is excellent. Yeah, it is. Um, Pokemon sucks, though. So. I know there, there have been rumors going around, too, that Nintendo is going to have a big old Nintendo Direct toward the end of June. I think June 29 is the leading rumor. June 30th. Uh, is it? Because I've seen yeah. Alana Pierce said the 29th, I believe. Uh, I thought she said Chronicles. there. Whatever Alana Pierce said is, yeah, is the current yeah. running rumor because, of course, it is. <laughs> right. Um, so whenever that Nintendo Direct is, right, that's likely maybe when we'll see Fire Emblem, among lots of other things, probably. When's the next Mario coming, man? The next Mario Odyssey Mario. 2? It's been a while. Five years. We just got I'm so strikers. disappointed we never got DLC for that. Right? It seems perfect. Yeah. They did this. Yeah. This little world just thing. Another kingdom or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd have been down for that. Odyssey's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think I am. I'm very excited for this, this new Fire Emblem. Because I think Three Houses is easily one of the best Fire Emblem outings Maybe ever. Like, if anyone's ever interested in that series, that's probably what I'd recommend them first. It's easily also Um, the most approachable one. (laughs) Yes. Because, like, I 
Path of Radiance is also to me extremely, extremely good, but it's also like very old school and like, hey, you could just be fucked, and that's the end mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> like, pretty obtuse. Yeah, permadeath. Oh, did that. you not play optimally for twenty yeah, hours? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like did you, you won't be making mid-max? it the last ten. <laughs> uh, you're screwed. No, you can't go back. Yeah, because I think I definitely prefer these sorts of Fire Emblem games and like the Warriors types. I played Fire Emblem Warriors back in the day. Man, that. I mean, it's a Warriors game, you know, uh, yeah. in in a way that I think that... Persona Five Strikers didn't revolutionize or, or revitalize the formula a little. Uh, yeah, well, you know, they're all Strikers was a was a war, so. good like mm-hmm. merge. It wasn't a reskin of Muso to just like look like a new game. Um, they did a really good job meeting the formula halfway, and for two. Yeah. For two game franchises with with such strong formulas, uh, that could have been really good or really bad, and they they pulled it off. <laughs> exactly. But I don't know. Fire Emblem fans be happy. I know Austin, you're you're hearing. You better be listening. So I hope you're happy and excited as well. I hope um, he's not listening. Yeah, I guess same. He listened to last week's. Only only because you called him out on Slack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm about to start talking shit about stuff Austin likes now. <laughs> Fire Emblem sucks. Sure, yeah. It's just a dating sim. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it's it. Dating sim, dating sim with squares. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, let's move on it's and talk about some of the me. games. It's too anime for you. This new one looks anime as fuck. So that's right. You're, you'll be fine. Very anime. Uh, let's talk about Shredder's Revenge, the latest uh, TMNT game, side-scrolling, brawl em up beat 'em up Speaking of anime. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite anime is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Stretch, Rut, y'all have been playing Shredder's Revenge? Yeah, it has been an absolute blast. Uh, just the the loading up the intro alone um, and seeing all of like the classic, you know, the, the classic animation style, the classic tracks. And then just dropping into um, all of the beat em up levels. Um, the animation design is so good, so fluid. Uh, there's some really fun, like, comedy moments and, like, cameos from the totally not Battletoad Battletoads, uh, which is really neat. But I've been, I've been playing majoritively on my own, but just hopping into other random people's games. The matchmaking in it works so well. You can just walk to whatever level, pull up the lobby screen, and it's like, oh, these people are currently, like, this party of three people is currently 80% of the way through the level. This party of five people is 10% of the way through the level. Like, it's it's so easy to, even if you just have, like, five, ten minutes to play a level, uh, I've just been loading it up, dropping in, beating the shit out of some people and heading off. I'm like 90% of the way through the game. Um, and I've probably replayed most levels at least four or five times based on just where whatever party I've randomly joined up to is in, mm. in the world. Um, but it's, it's stupid fun. The six player gets too chaotic, I would say. Oh yeah. Um, especially with like, like Donatello's um, super attack is just a giant like purple flashing sphere that he creates around him mm. that covers 
probably like a good eighth of the screen. Um, so as soon as like you have Donatello doing one thing and Mikey spinning with a different attack and April O'Neil spinning with a different attack and enemies are flying everywhere because they're all getting like knocked and re-knocked and like even if you even if the enemies are dead they still have the knockback mm-hmm. um so they'll just like be chaotically bouncing around it's it is ridiculous my favorite button on the controller is the is the left trigger which makes the little icon appear above your character to say yeah you're this one in in the mess of <laughs> green okay. and flashing effects and enemies and bodies going everywhere um Hey, you're right here. Remember this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask if they have some sort of thing. Because like I, when you said chaotic, it made me think of like eight-player smash. And yeah. at least in that, you can have like the arrow above pointing, you know, at like your character. Um, kind of yeah. like how they have for the latest smashes team modes. I kind of wish that they could have like a, a glowing outline that like sits above all of um, the other layers. Um, um, just for like, hey, this is you. Like, don't do it for any of the like the players that you're playing with online, but just a, a, a way to find yourself in the chaos, I think would be quite nice. But I've also got a button that, like, makes an arrow temporarily appear to point to me, so it's not the end of the world. Yeah, the most powerful button. Yeah. I have had some pretty weird glitches as well, though. Like, uh, levels just not loading in any characters. Um, but it was definitely, uh, that was something that was happening on my side. The, the glitches that I've experienced have all been on the ones that you're like riding your like jet skateboard thing. Um, so one of the early levels that you have, you need to fight, um, you need to fight a bat dude at the end of the level. But when like me and my party of four other people loaded in, I had no enemies appear, um, like the the stage hazards showed up. Um, sorry, no enemies loaded in. Stage hazards loaded in. None of the players loaded in. No health bars loaded in. Um, you know, I could hit the left trigger and like no icon was appearing. Whatever. Um, so I was just like watching enemies get beat the shit everywhere, but like invisibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the optional goals of that level is to finish the level without. Uh, getting hit by three hazards and to finish the level without dying. Uh, And I got both of them by my game, just not loading me in. And then I kept playing the game. Very skilled. (laughs) Wow. You're saying that you glitched the game to get an achievement. Yes. No, it wasn't an achievement. It did not net me an achievement. Every, every level has like challenges you can complete. Like don't get hit or, you know, all, like I, all I hear is oh. that you exploited the game. <laughs> yeah, and I, for for something that actually matters, not an achievement, but something like in the actual right. game. Yeah, <laughs> it's even more what serious I'm, now. What I'm saying is, if you're playing this game and playing online, if you don't have friends like me, um, that expect expect your fair share of glitches because they will happen, but they might yeah. work in your favor sometimes. Yeah, we had one where we were fighting an enemy, and he just like he's like, "Fuck this, I'm out," and he ran off the screen. We sat there for three minutes until he came back. Because <laughs> you can't go backwards. Like, he went back yeah. through the level. And we're yeah. like, okay, we can't move forward. We can't go backwards. I guess we're just going to sit here for a minute and wait for him to come back. <laughs> oh, that's weird. So you've been running into your fair share of glitches too, right? Uh, that was really the only one we ran into. And we've played, I don't know, 
20 levels or so. Um, I'm playing with a group of five other people tomorrow night mm. um, from work that we're going to we're going to get a group of six and have some fun. Hell yeah. I like that. I was not invited to this group. You don't work at my day job. Oh, day job. Oh, I thought you were day talking job. tech raptor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Uh, yeah, this my, work. my sad my sad puppy dog eyes uh, I formally rescind <laughs> yeah you broke his heart I could see it on his yeah. face crestfallen mm-hmm. we could get a tech raptor one going I'd be down for that <laughs> we don't play games though so yeah we just oh, review right. them games yeah, right. pretty lame yeah. we take we take the money for the score and then just make stuff up for the review right <laughs> Yeah, like with however much they pay us, we plug it into a formula, and that determines mm-hmm. the score we give the game. Yeah, we need a flashing sign that That's says, little, "Yes, uh, this is a joke." Yeah, Inside yeah. baseball, slash, how it works S. around here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, IGN just inside does on a baseball scale. slam dunk. <laughs> just... <laughs> ten out of ten. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so is that how are you guys feeling about Shredder's Revenge overall? Are you are you thinking like? I'm not typically someone who plays a lot of like beat em up games, but I'm having a great time. That is the same for me. I think I played one level just completely solo and I felt very bored at the end of that five minutes, but exclusively going in and hopping into random other people's games, it it has that, it has the chaos of a six player multiplayer game without the need to, you know, coordinate and invite a whole bunch of people over sync up controllers yada yada um mm. it's been an absolute blast to play nice yeah definitely right. recommended and if you have game pass it's on there right yeah there. no on xbox game pass or playstation game pass xbox game pass we don't mm. talk about the other one nah, right. <laughs> scrappy what have you been playing i've been playing neon white uh it's a new game from ben esposito uh the donut county guy um but it's on switch and pc I've been playing it on Steam, and it's, uh, from a gameplay standpoint, it's a first-person shooter, I guess is how you describe it. Um, but So you get cards. You pick up like these, these cards around the level, um, and the cards represent guns. So you can get like a pistol or an assault rifle, right? Um, and you can use up the bullets in the card, I guess. Or you can right-click to discard the card, and that gives you different abilities. So like the pistol, right? You can shoot it like seven, eight times to kill demons as you run around the level. Or you can discard it and get a double jump. The assault rifle, you discard it, you throw a grenade, but if you jump near the grenade, it gives you like a boost, like a, you know, you go higher, grenade faster. A hell of a grenade jump, yeah. So... You could think of this game as a shooter, but really it's a speedrunner. It's all about getting to the end as fast as you can. And to unlock the end of the level, you have to kill all the demons in the room. Um, so it's all about like constantly replaying like the, the F button on your keyboard just resets the level because they know mm-hmm. you want to like keep going and going and going and retrying so you can get the best score. Um, and it is just so much fun doing that and figuring out like the paths and as you get uh like shorter times as you get quicker and faster on it uh they unlock more things that help you get even faster so like at some point you unlock like that's a ghost. Fun. so you can see like your latest 
like speed and then they unlock like a hint that could show you a shortcut and it isn't until you quote unquote ace the level like you platinum the level then they unlock the leaderboard like global leaderboard so you don't even trying to think about how fast other people are doing it until you've gotten good enough where you're like okay I, th I think i've gotten pretty good at this level you know which is a nice little like bonus reward for doing well in the game mm -hmm. yeah but just the char the, there's something about the aesthetic that's so charming and so fun and the music is great and you're just running around and it feels so responsive and just it, it's like the it's like doom in how it feels really good to play but it's not as like visceral or violent it's like if doom was just about movement and are you playing this on steam or on your steam deck on steam on my pc keyboard and mouse okay because I'm feeling like, it's, you know, you want to move fast and you want to look around yeah. fast. So I figure the mouse is probably good for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, and there's a story to it, too. And it feels very persona. I'll, I mean, that's probably part of why I'm, I'm digging this so much. It's like <laughs> you were a criminal in a past life and then you die and you go to heaven, but you're not a good person. So you have to, like, earn the right to get into heaven. But so do a bunch of other bad people. So... <laughs> So it's, it's like a, a King of the Hill contest for a whole bunch of really bad people to see who can become the most goodest. Yes. Or who can kill the most demons to earn the right to get into heaven, basically. Dope. Um, lots of big voice actors. Are there. I mean, Annapurna published it. So, you know, they have a lot of connections, right? Like, I think mm -hmm. Steve Bloom voices your main character. So you're basically oh. playing Spike Spiegel. Hey. Hey. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. It's I very love that cute. on Netflix. Very fun. <laughs> yeah, the Netflix adaptation. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah like Neon White just stuff? it it takes a lot of boxes for me. I don't know. There's something about it that's just like I I just want to go back and play it more right now. Honestly, like the speed running aspect, the whole like you're you're challenging yourself to do better and faster. And it's not like a difficult game. I wouldn't say like you're gonna fail a lot. If anything, the failure comes from oh you took two seconds longer to beat the level. But you're still going to beat the level, you know. Games with those fast resets is always really nice. Like if they're mm -hmm. expecting you to do it a hundred thousand times, and it's just like single button press, you're you're back at the beginning. Uh, that can really make those kinds of games addictive. Oh yeah, because because it can be like the whole you fuck up in the first second, and you're like, okay, that's fine. I can just reset, like yeah, until I get a good start, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I still want to play more of it because I've only gone through the first 10 levels. And if I had to guess, it seems like a game that's going to have at least 50, if not more. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to see more of what's been going on with it to really like before I pass any real judgment on it. Mm -hmm. But so far, it's it's checks pretty addicting. <laughs> oh, yeah. It checks the boxes. <laughs> and I can't wait to see what other powers they have, too. Because, like, there's also, um, you know, the other demon or not the demons, the other bad people, the other neons, what they're called. Um, you knew them in a past life, but your character has amnesia because, of course, he does. So you try to befriend them again. And that's also very persona. Like, you give them gifts and then you, like, reach a new milestone and you unlock new dialogue. And then in some Is cases, you in, like menus. Yeah, it's okay. all in menus. And uh, as you do that, you unlock like levels that you can play that are based on the character. So there's one character who's like neon violet. She's cutesy, but also like thinks gore is cute. Um, sure, right? Vis Viscera and bunnies, same thing. 
So for her stage, there are basically spikes everywhere on the grounds, on the wall. So it's like all about like it's sadistic and torturous, right? So you have mm-hmm. to jump around and try to navigate to the end of that level without touching the spikes. So it like reflects her personality in a way. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. I might have to pick that up. That sounds very like anime archetypes, everything thrown in death game kind of feel. Yeah. Oh yeah. You might like it. Cause like there's one character neon yellow, I think who allegedly was your best friend in the past life. Mm -hmm. And when you don't remember him, he's like, I was your Sasuke bro. Like, yeah. Um, I just, I briefly looked up the, uh, looked up the cost list. I'm going to guess that that's uh, someone Cho. I don't know. I don't know for sure. I'd have to okay. check to be sure. But yeah, that's, that's neon white. Highly recommend it's, it's, it's an Annapurna game. So it has a lot of the weird shit, but it is hitting in all the right ways. Well, not only sure. Annapurna, but it's like you said, Ben Esposito. Yep. Esposito. Oh yeah. does weird shit. <laughs> yes it's weird on weird but it's very good and like even if even if you filter out all the weird shit if you're just a game mechanics person the mechanics in this are very rock solid like things will just unlock and click in your brain and when you when you get a fast score there's a good chance you're gonna feel like i just did something fucking cool like that looked mm-hmm. cool to do you know like that's what i'm feeling <laughs> yeah uh Auden, do you want to tell us about uh kitten's game that is the name i Actually, will tell you do we want to know about kitten's game because <laughs> hey, this seems is this hello kitty track. island adventure how dare you i'm i'm trying to spread awareness of obscure stuff right mm-hmm. stuff people may not have heard of this 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 uh stray prequel no it's, it's a lot um <laughs> I want that new. game. Uh, it's next month. It was the best best game shown at every showcase, per our polling. Oh, sure. Per yeah. our polling. Oh, yes. I get it. So, Kitten's game is they build they build themselves as the Dark Souls of like idle clickers. Oh, okay. anyway. oh no! All right, I'm already on board. So, let's, let's go. The uh, <laughs> I can't remember how I found out about it, but uh, it's I've I've only I I only let if if I was playing if I had it on at home that's all I would be focused about is min maxing that stupid fucking game. Mm. And <laughs> so I have it on at work in like a separate browser because it'll just keep running. Yeah. And so it's kind of like and I'm sure people are familiar with the paper clips uh, idle clicker, which just goes fucking batshit where you're like solving world hunger like insane stuff starts happening yeah you cure cancer with the power yeah with just just by selling absurd amounts of paper clips um (laughs) and so this has a similar vibe to that but it is so much more in depth like you start from like of anything like you're building a a community and you're you're gathering catnip that's what you feed your kittens (laughs) sure and you make logs out of catnip to make wood and mm-hmm. it goes from there. <laughs> what? It goes, sure. it goes from there. And like eventually science gets into it where you're having to have scientists and a science like currency to establish, like develop technologies. And then you get a culture thing that you build up to build up culture things. Like, are you going to build a fascist kitten government? <laughs> if you want to, there's certain benefits. Are you going to be a communist fa- government? I don't know. Isn't that just. Isn't that just Cult of the Lamb? Uh, uh, Aren't we so already getting that game? <laughs> it, uh, 
it goes that far <laughs> and eventually you get to the point where you're like build there's a space comes into it where you're launching rockets and satellites and doing mm. space missions onto different planets which gives you different resources which gives you different upgrades it takes for fucking ever also like i've had the first one i've been playing it probably now for over a month probably two months oh it's just God. always on and <laughs> yeah it's a long what? it's long every day at work it's the first fucking thing i open and just <laughs> throw it in a tab it's just sitting in a tab i don't have to pay attention to it. i come and look at it every little bit and then i go away from it um, it's amazing <laughs> so uh but like you go through runs with it and once you get to a certain point like you kind of hit a ceiling where you're like boy it's taking me for fucking ever to get the next thing like by mm -hmm. forever, I mean it might take you twelve hours of real time Jesus. to Jesus. get that thing. So like your my first run was basically that first month mm. <laughs> was uh, and by that and I, I worked I don't know how many hours at work, but let's just say it's close to two hundred something hours that first run. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say somewhere <laughs> around in there, sure. And so, it, but it, it, it wants you to go through these runs because when you reset, depending on how far you made it and how many kittens you had, how big your population was, you get these certain points that carry over into your next run. And it's called, uh, and once you, the more points you have, the more resource, like it, it affects your resource collecting, which means you'll get to things quicker. And then mm -hmm. there's, there's another set of resources you can get that will, give you like permanent upgrades between runs. So like most item clickers that I've ever experienced, other than I haven't done any of the ones that are on your phone, which probably are meant to never end ever because they're stupid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like the ones that kind of have a point, like there's some fun ones out there, like the paperclips one because it just gets batshit. But you can finish that relatively quickly, like a couple of days yeah. if, you're, if you're doing it and you just have it on somewhere. This, it seems like this will take you half, like six months. Of trying, like, I'm not idling it. Like, they have systems in place where you can idle it at, like, night mm. if you wanted to and, like, just have it going all the time to collect this stuff. Like, I, you could have it running 24-7. Um, that could just be our B-roll for the podcast going forward. It's just yeah. us talking in that middle. Don't, no. I don't want this on at home. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I don't. Because there's certain you, moments get addicted. when that game's on, it's like, oh, I got this. But I'm not being efficient if I let this go. Like I, it's mm. just, I'm just letting resources sit there because your resources don't just endlessly go up; they hit maxes because you have to you have to uh, get more storage. And if you don't have enough storage, you'll hit your max. You won't be producing it, and you're wasting mm. time if you don't. And it's like I need to do the thing. I need to convert this coal and iron into steel so that I can build. And like anyway, <clears throat> this it's truly is the dark souls of clickers. That's what they, and it's been around forever. Um, mm. As I was looking into, I had never heard of it. But like I was Googling because I was trying to figure out something like sometimes like, what the fuck? How do I get past this? Or what's a better way to do this? Am I doing something stupid? Um, and like I was looking at like Reddit posts or maybe it wasn't or maybe it was other forums from like eight years ago. So the guy mm. that's been making, I don't know anything about him. I, I didn't spend enough time looking into it. I just had the idea to talk about this right before we started recording. So I didn't prepare anything <laughs> uh, at all. But uh, like it has cloud saves in it, so where you can save your thing and go bring it with you anywhere with the account. Mm. It's not just tied to your one browser like most places are, like the candy shop game stuff like that. There's various other idle clickers out there, but on Stratemol, it's uh, most of them. So it's insane how detailed it is, and how 
like I was started to read stuff about it, like other people playing it and how they go crazy in depth of like min maxing this, like the power runs. Yeah, and it's just like the fact that I'm talking about it now. I want to open it, (laughs) but I've told myself I'm only doing it at work. So, (laughs) so when you said it was a clicker on on a browser, I I searched it up and I'm looking at it right now, and it is very unassuming. It's just. Uh A white screen with pretty basic table in the middle. Yeah, so let me... You and know it, what? I know we're not doing mm-hmm. video yet. We're not. But but why not? Let's just have fun. Oh, you're going to do it right now? Yeah, why not? Just have it. Oh, okay. Just one more hit. Just see what happens. <laughs> it's just to show you guys. That's it. That's I the only reason I'm doing it. I can stop right. whenever I want. Okay? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and there are two buttons, gather catnip, yeah, and yeah, refine yeah. catnip. Yo, we'll see. Just give me one second. Yeah. I'm almost there. I've almost got it. I got it. It'll be there. <laughs> Nobody can see what I'm about to show these people, but I don't care. I'm going to show them yeah. anyway. Sure. You, can, um, you can show us off our the live reaction. You can give us a big, a big tour of your of your facility. I will. Well, mm-hmm. it's your, not. Well, your catnip gathering. Up yeah. A little bit here. And oh, there's another thing that happens that a lot of things don't. Um, here we go. Can you guys see it? So it gets no a little. Oh, I oh, shared there the it is. Oh, so it gets oh to be there's, there's a lot of different buildings that you. So what go we're through. what we're seeing on Otten's screen right now is <laughs> a whole bunch of incrementing values on the left with a whole bunch of different resources, um, a whole bunch of tables with purchase bit. options in the center, and then uh, a series of like idle like informational messages on the right hand side as I, yeah yeah is, i would describe this ui as efficient is yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this eve online yeah, but without plain the, the 3d so, ability you have a bunch of shit you can build and it, it takes uh-huh. a lot of resources to do it there's a ton of resource stuff going on over here i even forgot about like in your town you assign your kittens to different roles to to work in different areas to do certain things and oh like you level God. them up in certain ways to increase hey, Otten, their pa- proficiency. Pause. Please pause. Then... <laughs> P- please P A W S E pause. Come on. Why why is there a religion button? Oh yeah. So religion, <laughs> you there's a I forgot about the religion part of it. Religion is might be the most praise important the part sun, of the of game. Course. Yeah, well you're praising the sun because it's a dark that's the dark souls of it's a dark, yeah, of course. So right. Jesus Christ. So what happens is is the more faith that you get, you can convert faith, which you can see over here, right here. Mm-hmm. into worship sure. and the more worship you great, have great audio content on worship yeah <laughs> worship has a percentage bonus a flat percentage bonus to production on the on all your stuff so the more ah. faith you have the more stuff it'll it'll give you and that stuff will carry over between runs if you if you're smart enough to pervert you know convert your worship into apocrypha, <laughs> and then you can you know get it into your next game your next run um but yeah there's science there's workshop where you're building stuff like you're building ships and trade chips and tankers and stuff to hold things sure oh, yeah god oh yeah there's other civilizations you're like trading with the nagas and zebras oh. and the lizards yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> spiders about that of course because you, you need how else you need your titanium efficiently you can't produce that yourself that's where the zebras come in man <laughs> right and you have to give them cat because we know right. zebras fucking you gotta love shit. cat you gotta get them so anyway <laughs> I, I, Hey, that's hey, wow. game. And you're hey, on right. year 229. Oh, I don't even want to hey, look. Rhett. I don't want to show that. Why Why are we wasting our fucking time on V-Rising guides when we should be 
<laughs> would you be writing guides for a kitten's game? I just, I'm just, do I'm not, gonna have do to do not show this game to Robert. Um, I'm going to I have will to lose my full time. Save writer. this conversation every single time anyone ever gets on my fucking case about being a Kingdom Hearts fan. I just need to point them to this absolute lunacy. It's not lunacy. How dare you? I think my favorite thing is how straightforward and analytical your delivery is in all of this because you you know exactly what you're talking. This has been your life for the past month. Like you know, you're very know too much keenly aware. Yes, yeah. Also, you might these stats be... are wrong. Is my save fucked? I'll be pissed. Oh no. <laughs> I was yeah, I was about to say you might be the world's leading expert on this game, but I I'm think I know for close. a fact you're not. Yeah, that's the not even part. close. People are talking about shit that I don't even know. Like space isn't up here. Why isn't that up here? Space. <laughs> Where's space at? Yeah. You know the oh, religion know in why. space. You yeah, with the wrong save. Why. Oh, you, you haven't gotten to the multiverse yet? The multiverse of cats? See, Fucking you, noob. you joke, but that may it's be there. in the game. <laughs> I'm sure it's there. I think, oh, I'm going to be really pissed off. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, people are hearing live as Otten's life is just shattered. I, this is this is I might be done on, with it now. I, yeah, I was gonna say this is no. this is the kind of thing that would kill a game oh when you like lose a God. day's worth of progress. I think I, I when opening it to show you fuckers that are just making fun of me for it. I think I over I saved over it. Oh, no. I'm so pissed right now. <laughs> this reminds me of way back in the day loaning my pokemon speaking of pokemon earlier loaning it to some my friend's cousin so he wanted to play and then he, he wiped my save little prick this is what this is see like this observe the sky thing i shouldn't have that because the sky has been fully observed no because i've got it automatic <laughs> fuck <laughs> see why this is what chipped me off two days only Both. two days. Oh, no, way. no. That should be significantly higher. Wait, have you lost 28 days of progress? Is that what I that means? No, that's, that's hours that this screen has been open. Okay. And so obviously, I'm not having it up 24-7. I'm not insane. <laughs> um, I am very sad now. It's not going to stop him from playing. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to play this right when we're done. Like, right after we say the recording's off. Like, I have, I'm ready to click gather catnip. I'm ready to start this journey. I can't believe that you're going to do that, Robert. I I've just, already got I... my second library. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You, you've been playing, huh? It's a little bit. Oh, yeah. And you got to, like, manage your energy. And there's happiness. Oh, and there's there's pollution to be aware of. You know what these course, screens yeah, like the the There's simplicity of these screens remind me of um that game that we probably all played in high school nation states yeah. you remember that like oh, super simple yeah, right. was, we all, yeah. we all yeah, played definitely. that yeah. game really yeah. you guys didn't play that? sure thing boomer yeah <laughs> i know i know about it i didn't play it Otten knows what i'm talking about yeah it was like you would you would create your own state right your own like nation and then make decisions along the way that swayed how your populace and there was like nothing beyond kind of like real basics and then you could join other countries in like essentially a un 
And then there was just all this drama and stuff behind it. It was all just text chat. And, and yeah. I'm safe, guys. Did you uh, fix I'm it? safe. No. What happens is, so you have to sync your saves uh, online, but it saves within your browser wherever you're at. So whenever when I get back to work, it'll be what I have. Nice. Oh. You have oh, no thank God. Like you you you're joking right now. I that I am genuinely <laughs> no, that, no, I, oh super God. relieved. I do understand that <laughs> because I really I, want to see where this ends because it seemed yeah. fucking insane to me. And mm -hmm. I spent too much time on this thing to lose that. I'm like a <laughs> fucking degenerate gambler, right? Is what I feel like. <laughs> like I've been on the slots too long. We've I don't just know. we've just had Otten go through all five stages of grief <laughs> in the past five minutes live on oh. air. It's a crash course. I'm right? sweating. Like that's how upset I was. <laughs> this is this was gone. Oh my god. Oh, it's such I a will. shame that this was that this isn't a video. Like, yeah, yeah, see me all fucking. Oh, I was genuinely like I was gonna leave this and be in a bad mood the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> that will ruin my fucking day. <laughs> but I think I had that revelation. Yeah. Oh my. I mean, God. I kind of understand because there was a time in my life where I played a lot of Clicker Heroes. I don't mm -hmm. know if you guys played that on Flash. No. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, it's that same idea. Like you're but constantly I remember climbing your stuff back the day. Yeah, and, and Clicker Heroes was like you're like you constantly reset your progress, but every time you do, like yeah. you gain resource to make the next time faster, et cetera, et cetera. So it's that same you know endless wheel of I, I'm going to get better next time, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this, what's nice about this is in comparison to some other ones, you're not actually doing all that much clicking. Like I'm not having to sit here and fucking spam click gather catnip or something like that. Right. A bunch. Like you get over that pretty quickly because you start producing it. Um, but. Anyway, that's Kitten's Game. <laughs> Kitten game. If, you have, if you're game. looking for Alrighty a then. pretty involved thing where it's not just, it's kind of, my, it's not necessarily mindless because you make decisions in this that have far-reaching effects that you don't realize from the beginning because it's, everything's very exponential of how it goes mm -hmm. up and it goes up pretty quickly. Just like quickly, like I mean, you know, a week from now, you, you'll see, wow, that was much faster now. <laughs> but uh, it's, this did it's not go where I thought it was going to go. No, right? no uh, one could have. That's why I put it on there. I was like, nobody's going to know what the hell I'm talking about. No one could. have. So anyway, this in the it's, it's a great little idle game to have. It's perfect for at work. <laughs> I don't know if it's perfect. Uh, my job performance is significantly declined. No. Um, <laughs> But it's uh, it's fun. You don't get oh, to name boy. your kittens. They come in named already. What are they mm. named? Maddie Clay. Bunch Oreo of Clay. Bark. Dusk. Meek Miko Shadow. Yeah. Like you've got Jasper there. An yeah. Angel Gaze. Angel Gaze. <laughs> so are you up to your fourth library now, Stretch? How how are you doing? How many libraries you got? Uh, no, I didn't have enough catnip production, so five uh -huh. kittens starved to death. Yeah, uh -huh. you, got, you got to keep them fed. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> got to have the catnip rolling in, or they'll just die. All right. Yeah, eventually your it's... libraries can become data centers. Okay, well, I Ooh. cannot wait for next week where we have the obligatory uh, five-minute kittens game update at the beginning. I will happily really, do that of really every episode moving you know forward. What, now it will be forty hours worth of progression. Yeah, because I work right, forty. Full, well. It's a full-time job. It, well, it, it, I, it, when I'm, I'm not joking to you. When I log on to the computer, I, I have to have a thing up for certain things for work. Immediately, I'm logged into Kinsky. 
Yes. Immediately. Like there's yeah. other stuff I need to start doing. I'm like, yeah, but this can start just going in the background, right? Just yeah. with the mm-hmm. more time you have, the more you get. I'm surprised you don't just like have that have that browser extension like as part of your like run at startup. Oh, I can't mess with any of that stuff at work. <laughs> well, I, I do see a button that says get the app up there. And I feel like once there you click that, app. that's when you it's lose it's an app for your phone, which yeah. I refuse to get. <laughs> right. I will not get it. Next week, you're we'll, going to be we'll like, check that's that's when I broke down. Yeah. Hey Next guys, week, is going to be like, sorry, fine with the cocaine, app. but heroin, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, that's the thing with these clickers, man. They're, they are kind of drug-like, you know? Oh, it's 100%. Just one more hit, you know? I will say, this one This one looks like it takes your time, but that's it. It's not predatory like a lot of the other, like, hey, use like watch an ad for, you know, four hours of time yeah. to have passed kind of mm-hmm. level of shady. It's That said, dude could slap it... one ad slot on there. You're good. <laughs> can, can I ask... Like while well, we're just here freewheeling it at this point, yeah. so is Cookie Clicker like the gateway drug? And then oh, I need something a little harder. And then is it Universal <laughs> Paper Clips? And then oh, I need something harder. And now it's this. Is, no, is that I'd kind say of the, the progression? Is Cookie Clicker is your your intro? Uh huh. <laughs> right. And then your gateway. Pa- I would say the Paper Clips probably is the next one. And the next one up is probably what it's called a Candy Shop or Candy Stand. Hmm. And which where you're collecting candy, and it's a little mini RPG in your what the in your fuck browser. is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, next thing I'll talk about that. It's, I think I forgot it's candy something. You're uh-huh. collecting candy, and it's got a lot of RPG stuff. It'll, it's got we'll, a little mini we'll game get through stuff. Doing the news. Otten's clicker corner. going into it, and yeah. <laughs> I would say that's second, and then probably paper clips after that. And this is definitely the most complex thing I've seen. I don't know yeah. what apps are out there because I'm not gonna fucking bother, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I've played too much of this. Yes. My correct. brain is thinking about this. Okay. I'm going to okay, put this well, away from you now, uh, Otten. Just uh-huh. going just gonna to put that away. Okay. Well, you, you hide it. You hid it from us, not from yeah. him. That's yeah. true, but uh, that's okay. Yeah. We've so already lost wait. him. Anyway. So <laughs> four episodes from now, I'll have a, a month in update. I'm going to try to have Perfect. it up as much as... Yeah, we'll see if I can catch up to you. You I might have to do the... I won't. I might have to do the cloud saving thing, though. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Um, but I think that's a wrap for this week's episode of the Tech Rapid <laughs> Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And if you did, please feel free to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on and uh, share it with a friend if you haven't already. It would help us out immensely. Uh, and hit the subscribe button if you haven't, uh, where we will always get new episodes from us whenever we publish. And of course, leave us a comment down below, either on YouTube or on our site, and let us know, do you know what the fuck game Rut was talking about? What was it, Nation something? Nation States, look it up. Do you know about Nation States? Yeah, let let us know, let us know down below, and also let us know what your RuneScape level is right now. Um, Let us know in the comments. (laughs) Link link your GeoCities in there too. (laughs) Link your GeoCities. Angel fire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want more from us, we are always publishing news, reviews, and features throughout the week at techraptor.net. And if you want more of this show, we will be back next Monday, and we will see you then. Yeah.